SBS Radio. Gama Festival, Australia's premier indigenous event, is returning for the first time in three years, running for four days from today, Friday, July 29. Now, in addition to NITV's comprehensive daily coverage of Gama 2022, SBS is also reporting from the festival in languages other than English. Connecting Australia's multicultural and multilingual communities with First Nations cultures and perspectives. And I'm joined by David Hua, SBS's Director of Audio and Language Content, to share his experience of Gamma 2022 and also give us some insights into SBS's extraordinary coverage of Gamma 2022. Welcome to NITV Radio, David. Thank you so much, Bertrand. It's a pleasure to be with you. Gamma 2022 is taking place in very special circumstances and you've just landed on the country where the event is taking place. How is it like being there? Look, I, I have just landed in Gumwich country. It is beautiful. It's, um, I live in uh, the southern state, so being up here just from a temperature point of view, you really do realise that there isn't uh, a summer, a winter, a spring and an autumn up in this part of Australia. It really is just the wet season or the dry season. And right now it's a really nice warm 28 degrees and I've just been blown away by the red colour of the earth. It's very, very striking. Is it your first time being part of our Gamma Festival? I have heard about the Gama Festival, which is the premier Indigenous festival in Australia for so many years, and I've heard just recently from the SBS elder in residence, um, Rhoda Roberts, um, just how much of it a pilgrimage it actually is and how transformative it actually is. I've just started to step onto the red earth here in um, Gumidge country, and I must say that already I'm feeling uh, the effects. And I think part of it is hearing so often uh, from uh, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander friends and colleagues the importance of being on country. And I've just been reflecting on that. And there is, for me as a migrant Australian, um, a real pull, and certainly in my younger years especially, a real pull towards being um, returning to my place of birth, which was Vietnam. And I really wasn't sure how to explain it. It just kind of made me feel a, 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 a bit of a sense of belonging. Um, and maybe that's what I am really kind of picking up in terms of being on country with uh, uh, the Yulungu people and with um, other Aboriginals. SBS has deployed considerable resources featuring languages other than English, including Arabic, French, Mandarin and Cantonese. I believe this is a new development and a first in SBS's history. Indeed, and look, we're very, very fortunate to actually have a very talented team working in SBS languages and audio, um, and that includes a couple of producers who, between them, can speak Cantonese, Mandarin, Arabic and French, and we'll be filing stories from the ground across television, radio and digital platforms to really tell the story and to build the connections between First Nations Australians and some of the new migrants who might come to Australia and call Australia home. I came to Australia at a time where during the 80s and 
and the school system. I didn't actually learn a lot about uh, First Nations um, uh, people. And I think now that has really changed. And part of our role at SBS is to really help inform um, all or all parts of the community about the culture, the language, the people, and the history of First Nations Australia. And that's what the team are here to do, working with the NITV team. Now, are there any plans in the future to have other languages feature as well? Because uh, SBS broadcasts in uh, dozens of languages. It's certainly our um, intention to be able to help surface and to tell more stories from Indigenous perspectives and to be able to share the culture and the history, the art, the music, the dance and the like, um, as well as all of the um, uh, issues that face uh, First Nations Australians and the shared concerns that we as all Australians have as well. Um, SPS has just been... Um, given an Elevate Reconciliation Action Plan status. And as part of that, there is a huge amount of commitment and work to be done to do exactly all of, it, all of those things, tell the stories and to assist with reconciliation in Australia. The line is a little bit scratchy, scratchy hence I will not take much more of your time, but... I'll uh, just ask you to give us your final thoughts, maybe open the mic to you if there's any message or something you'd like to share with us that uh, we haven't covered in this conversation. Well, Ghana is a fantastic festival. It showcases black excellence. We are so privileged to be a part of it, um, talking about First Nations history, culture, dance, art and politics. Um, There are so many people here uh, including politicians and business leaders and the like. But what's really important for us and why we're here is to really connect Australians together with the story of First Nations. So, um, it's critical to reconciliation, it's critical to our national identity, and it's such a privilege to be able to do it. David Watt, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us on NITV Radio today. Thank you, Bertrand. Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from.